0: Welcome to Take This In. Today, we're going to be learning a little bit about the recession, the impending recession, or the recession that's already here. Right. Who's to say? Right. But we're going to be listening to Robert Kiyosaki, like a renowned, just,
1: could we call him a philosopher? A financial philosopher, a philanthropist.
0: A financial philosopher, a philanthropist is a complete different thing. Yeah, I'm just spewing Um, out a lot of smart words. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great, wealthy, wealthy man, great investor, great teacher, and um, we'll definitely be better from learning from him. So I'm your host, RJ. It's your boy, David. And let's take this in. I need you to take this in.
2: This time it's different. This is the new economy. We are just coming out of the longest bull run in history, 11 years, started in 2011. And in 2011, I made the biggest fortunes of my life because that was the uh, MBS mortgage-backed securities and the CDO crashes, the real estate crashed. And I backed up the truck and I borrowed $300 million to buy the best real estate all across the Southwest. I look at some of these young kids, you know, and I, I own, I own some Bitcoin, I own some Ethereum, but they're all saying the same thing. This time it's different, you know, and Bitcoin's crash.
0: I just want to speak on, speak on Bitcoin and crypto right now. And yeah, like I completely agree with what he's saying. And people are going crazy about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, especially after the bounce that Bitcoin had, I believe it bottomed out at around 16,000 USD mm-hmm. and then Bounce back to 22 within a month. Mm-hmm. I think it was like almost a 40% gain within mm-hmm. the month of January, which is actually insane. And it's always been that kind of inflationary asset or not inflationary asset, like one of the assets that you can hold and you can make money on yeah. really quickly. Right. And I just don't think that it's very um, reasonable to say that Bitcoin as an investment is bullish right now. Mm-hmm in this market and in, in, in like an in economy season, yeah. where we're saying that there's a recession and I know a lot of people will say, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. We are in a session, but like, it's widely not even accepted that we're actually in a recession. The recession hasn't technically, you know, started just mm-hmm. because people haven't really accepted the fact that we are in a recession. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see how we could be in a bull market already. Right. Right.
1: What, what I'm going to say is like, if you're a new investor into crypto, don't <laughs> like, don't like if you're, you're planning on getting into the crypto game now to like invest in and make a, a profit, don't because that's not where the market is headed. If you've been a long time investor in crypto, then you know that you're in crypto for the long haul anyways. So you have a deeper understanding. But if you're coming into crypto now to like. Make a profit or anything like wrong move. There's so many other things that you should be investing your money in.
0: Yeah, like, and not that you shouldn't invest in crypto. Yeah. Obviously, do your due diligence. We always preach that on this show, mm-hmm. but really look at the trend in cryptocurrency, yeah. and you probably will be able to realize that there's been a a trend of a four year cycle in crypto. Yeah. Yeah, every four years, Uh essentially, there's a bull market, there's a bear market, Uh there's an accumulation period, then there's the Bitcoin happening cycle, Uh and then the bull market starts up again. Mm. So you can kind of see the patterns in which cryptocurrencies as a whole go up mm. and it's usually after the Bitcoin halving cycle occurs mm. and then the bull market starts again. So according to that pattern, the next cycle will be in 2025, mm. which is a couple years from now. So if you're buying any cryptocurrency thinking that you're going to make a killing... X amount. Anyway. <laughs> you're not. <Yeah. laughs> you, you, it's just not reasonable to think that, right? right.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like if, if, if your plan is to go into crypto because it would be wise to, don't do it for immediate gains, because they won't happen. Exactly. You know, wait, if you again, just with anything, like your investment should be geared towards long-term, that would be the safest, wisest, and you will make the money, the, the biggest amount of money over time.
2: Thanks. Fed and all this. Well, my question to everybody is this, can the Fed print oil? Can the right. Fed... Print gas. I mean, gasoline. Can it print food? But everybody sits there, and they've been brainwashed by Wall Street to go do as the Fed tells you to do. Those guys are the three stooges: Janet Yellen, Biden, and Powell. You got to be kidding me! Why would you listen to them? Volcker saying it's going to crush, so he raised interest rates. Right. So so Powell is now channeling the spirit of Volker. And you know, when Volcker crushed inflation, debt to GDP was thirty and today it's 125 percent. if you believe the numbers so if he channels volcker another thing about history will tell you this there's never been a soft landing it's more fed talk i've made more money in the last three years in my whole life there's other ways of looking at investing you know but to think that powell is going to save you when as you may know the reverse repo market is running at two trillion a day right two trillion a day and people are listening to Powell? You gotta be kidding me.
1: I do find it interesting what he's saying though. I just love, I I always love people that are counterculture because I think counterculture is like, it's what sets you apart. Wait, counterculture?
0: Or is it rich people who are educated completely differently than how we're educated?
1: That's what I mean though. Like what culture, when I I look at the, the, when I like, say culture I'm saying like the norm of the world like what the world is normally accustomed to or normally taught you know what I mean but like these one percent of people such as him are obviously taught something that's against what What we're taught right you know what I mean
2: I own no stocks bonds mutual funds ETFs I think people have been brainwashed by the fed the treasury go to school get a job pay your taxes get a high paying job Um, and invest for the long term in the well-diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. It was in 1974 when I came back from Vietnam, a two-tour marine helicopter pilot. They passed ERISA. ERISA stands for 401k right now, or IRA. And I went, oh, my God, they're funneling my generation, the boomers, into the stock market. And they don't know anything about money. And in 1974, the biggest exodus, Adam, was school teachers suddenly becoming financial planners I watched it in horror that's that's the poor leading the blind and today we have baby boomers who are hoping the stock market stays up in their 401k just as social security goes bust you think that's an accident that's all I'm saying so when they were dropping the interest rates I thought I died and went to heaven because I would I'd buy a I buy apartment houses. I own thirteen thousand apartment houses every time the Fed dropped the interest rates it, it it jacked the value of my properties up, but I also improved the properties, and I refinance out. So today I own no money in any of my properties. Thirteen thousand units, all throwing cash. I I use debt because debt is tax free money. So every t- what I did was I rehab my apartment, thirteen thousand of them. I just kept buying more with the cash flow, and I refinance out as interest rates drop. So I'm in good shape now. Then I took them. Then I fr- set all interest rates right now. So I use debt. And who's that guy that says live debt free? Well, that's his opinion. I don't do that. I don't flip houses. Remember all those guys were flipping? Everybody flipped. Uh, no, they were stupid, stupid. When the moment you flip, you have a tax consequence. I never flip, I finance out this tax free money. And, and not, not only that, is when I started investing, I had to invest at 12% interest rates. I like debt and I, like, I don't pay taxes. Because every time I, I borrow more money to float my properties, there's three types of tax breaks. I like got appreciation, depreciation, and amortization. So I zero out. So my cost of money is my tax on, on debt is zero. And I use that t- tax, the appreciation, depreciation, amortizations, all in which that to offset tax in my income.
0: He's definitely very well educated and he's really trying to teach us about investing and taking money out tax-free because obviously there's investing stocks Real estate, all these things are taxable assets. But he's trying to teach us how to not be taxed on real estate, which Mm -hmm. is one of the best assets to invest in if you're trying to grow grow your wealth.
1: Especially if you live in like the Western Western society. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like anywhere else in the world, that may not necessarily be like a primary focus. Whereas like our country, for example, if if you have your accommodation taken care of, you're basically set for life anywhere you go. You know what I mean? So. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm saying like the importance of your accommodation taken care of, like in a family setting, you know what I mean? You have that set and everything else structurally within your societal, you don't really have to think of. If you're like, okay, I have my house down or I have other properties down, I don't have to think about like housing for me or my future family. Then like everything else kind of takes care of itself, you know, whereas like, because it's so like our generation is going to struggle really hard with like having like owning property you know so it's like if you get that you're already going to be above like the norm of like our generation you know what i mean so i think like you get your accommodation down like because getting what like all the other big expenses that you think of in life like all those other things are pretty easy once you have your housing down you know
0: so, yeah, I mean, and that kind of goes back to like refinancing and taking money out because yeah. I mean, the market is always fluctuating. First of all, the real estate market generally is going up on a long term basis. Always, yeah. So after it goes up, you can take that equity out of your house and refinance it, which you'll have cash on hand, you can then put money back into your property, you can use that money to purchase other properties to expand your real estate portfolio, which then in the long run, you'll be able to do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. the In your house will go up The interest rates will lower Mm -hmm. You refinance at a lower rate Mm -hmm. With extra money in your pocket Mm -hmm. You use that to buy other properties It's another, it's rinse and repeat It's rinse and repeat And it's honestly probably the best Way to build your wealth And Mm -hmm. probably the most secure way to do
1: it Yeah, tax free that's, that's tax-free. The biggest thing, like
0: just and a lot like, of people. He was talking about flipping houses. A lot of people think, "Oh, I just want to make that quick bag." Nah, bro. But then, boom, fifty percent capital gain tax.
1: Yeah,
0: at least in this in America, yeah. you can if you're purchasing uh, a house, if you sell a house and purchase a house, you okay. can roll it over. Mm-hmm. But you're still paying capital gains on that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you're liquidating a property just to get another property, mm-hmm. right? You're not actually keeping it within your real estate portfolio. So, are you really expanding your net worth, or are you just transferring money from one bank account to another?
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy, bro. So it's it's mind-boggling to me just how opposite that is to like how we're taught. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like
0: growing up, you wouldn't even think to buy like multiple properties. You just think like. Oh, I just want like one house, one
1: nice big house, yeah, like one really big million like dollar house,
0: yeah, just, then
1: yeah, three garages.
0: like five years later, million dollar houses ended up being
1: small, and <laughs> just the number I just feel like the threshold of like a million dollars, you know, I feel like that's everyone everyone's goal. like let me get to a million dollars, yeah, and no, but but that's a
0: large part to do towards um inflation, yeah million dollars back when we were younger was like crazy big money, right? But like now we'll look at a million dollars and like it's still a lot of money, but like where is it gonna bring you in terms of your goals, in in terms of your future? Especially like
1: how you make that a million dollars. Especially
0: like where we live in Canada, Toronto, Canada. If we wanna buy a house, we'd have to move very far out of the downtown core, very far out of the general Toronto area. You're not buying a place for less than a million, and yeah. within toronto it's, mm-hmm. it's very difficult unless mm-hmm. it's a an apartment or condo mm-hmm. or what
1: have you um and even with like the first home buyers like even at that is it really worth taking that in the long run with the the down payment drop like is it really is it really worth it the first time home buyer incentive yeah
0: um it is worth it if you contribute money to your rsp because you're essentially using that money for your down payment Mm. um, and then paying back the money back into your RSP. So you're you're like borrowing money to yourself Mm -hmm. or from yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like you're tax free, taking it out Mm. of that, um, that account. Mm. But I mean, with that being said, it still takes money to buy a house and so if you don't have that much money in your rsp the first time home buyer incentive isn't really going to help you that much mm-hmm. but at least you will save on taxes and land transfer tax and stuff like that so
1: i'm saying if That's why one of like the biggest things and we're going to talk about it more of our channel but like investing wise like there's so many other things that like as a young person a young adult There's other things that you should prioritize when it comes to investing Honestly, if you're not investing in yourself yourself, if you're not investing in yourself You should honestly just be saving your money if
0: that wasn't your first point. I was gonna correct you. Yeah
1: (laughs) If you're not investing in yourself, bro, or you're not investing in like what's given to you, you know such as like your gifts dreams your purpose like if those if you're not investing into those things then you should just be saving your money because then like you know not only that but like even after that i would say education like invest in like educating yourself
0: yeah Um, learn a high value skill
1: yeah you know that that just adds value to yourself and the societal standard but also like You'll gain knowledge and you know, there's the big worldly saying that knowledge is power. I actually don't believe that. I don't think that's true. I think that knowledge just opens doors to things. You know, wisdom is actually what allows you to like walk through that, you know. So it's like you need the the knowledge and then you need the experience to apply and there comes the wisdom. So definitely like if you're not investing in yourself, invest in, in education.
0: Yeah, and to expand on that, like the reason why I said that you need to learn a high value skill is because when you think about money the people who are making the most money are mm-hmm. business owners yeah. right uh, or own a share of the business mm-hmm. what have you. yeah When you invest in yourself, you have the opportunity to make a multiple um, on that skill that you've you've learned right For example, if I decided that I'm going to learn copywriting. Mm-hmm. And I provide my services to 100 businesses, then I'm gonna be making a decent income. And guess what I'm gonna be doing with that? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna invest it. But how are you gonna invest without any money? Right. Right? And right. especially, in a lot of people's living situations, they don't have the money to save up and invest because there's so much that they're spending out towards car payments, their mortgage payments or right. rent, food costs, like with inflation, like right. it's, it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to be able to afford to save any money for investments. Yeah. So definitely investing in yourself so that you can make more money just so you can use that towards investing mm-hmm. is is really a key and it's really crucial and to be able to really build your wealth.
1: I love what you said about like, um, like skill, you know, I feel like a lot of our parents kind of also like preach this to us a lot. Like, Oh, like you need a stable career, you know, you need a secure job, this, that, that. But it's like the security isn't actually in that, you know what I mean? The security comes from like the skill that you've acquired. Yeah. You know, and, um, that's, that would be the importance of an education. If you're not able to do it yourself, you know, go get schooling or some sort of, you know, teaching so that you can acquire a skill that could last you forever. But if not, like acquiring a skill will help you get the secure jobs. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I love, I love the importance of that.
0: Yeah. And I feel like their messaging was like a little bit different than like how we're taking it now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we can still see the importance of it mm-hmm. um, even now in like a society where we're beginning to see university not just not being as important yeah. um, for people to like get your university degree. We see people going to college, we see people just kind of starting jobs, starting their own businesses, e-commerce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um being on social media, being an influencer, et cetera, et cetera. There's Mm -hmm. other ways of making money in today's society. So actually just having one skill because all those things take skill, but just focusing on that one thing and really honing in and being a master of that. So you can actually um, generate as much wealth for yourself as possible
1: because we're, we're in an age right now where like information's accessible. So, like knowledge knowledge isn't the thing that we're missing. YouTube University. Like bro, YouTube University, a quick safari search away, Google, you know what I'm Anything saying? Anything you want. Anything you want. So like knowledge has never been the issue. It's like, okay, like, there's a reason why not everybody is rich is because like nobody's able to apply what they've learned or what they have access to. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's, that's the big
2: difference. When Biden took the case XL pipeline off, My oil, I was selling from the ground, which is a tax break. Also went from $30 a barrel to $130 a barrel today, it's like 120, but oh my God, this guy Biden is going to bankrupt us. I'm not saying him, but there's somebody who wants to bankrupt because oil is the lifeblood of civilization. I went, I worked for standard oil of California as a tanker officer. When I graduated from school, I understand oil. I was on the Alaska pipeline and all this. I'm like, he's screwing us so when he raises inflation the poor and middle class will go broke and that was just done as soon as he he was being done before he took office and so I'm looking at this this guy's going to sell America down the drain I'm not saying it's him but somebody wants us to go broke
0: bro I don't even want to talk about who I think he's (laughs) He's talking talking
1: about about some conspiracy (laughs) theory stuff right there but like you think of like what is it like Vanguard there's like I forget the names, but there's like three businesses that own all of like there's North like America. BlackRock, BlackRock owns all the real estate. Vanguard is another one. And then there's, I don't know and the, what Bill Gates has ties to. Yes. Yeah, uh, he some, was just buying farmland up. I know Vanguard is one of them. But like those three businesses, bro, they run America, bro. They run, they run America
0: interesting to say that I was watching a video on Instagram it was Grant Cardone talking about how BlackRock um, reported I think it was like 1.7 trillion dollars in losses for last year imagine that which is actually insane because that's a tax break that they're getting of 1.7 trillion dollars this being the largest holder of real estate in America and what the in turn be to be able to do with that when they buy up all the real estate in, in north america and then make a killing uh when the prices of housing and stuff go up it'll be insane they 1.7 trillion clear off their books
1: and that comes from like the tax-free way of doing things that robert Kiyosaki is kind of talking about you know, he's essentially just inheriting their business model.
0: Yeah. Tax education is super important. Yeah. And, like, I'd love to be able to just talk to a, uh, an accountant, um, people who know about these things, because mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely out there. Mm-hmm. You just have to seek them. Right. But it's very interesting to learn about the ways that you can go ahead and take advantage of tax laws mm-hmm. because they're structured. For you to pay your portion and that's it or mm. you to not pay your portion that's just how they are
2: there's more opportunity today than ever before but not if you've been brainwashed into going to school getting a job paying taxes live debt free and invest in the stock market this bubble right now adam is a bigger bubble than 2008. this is the everything bubble you know it's, it's going to be not only stocks bonds but also credit i mean but it's more opportunity is going to come out of it and that's what I'm saying. Be careful who you listen to because your best asset, but also your biggest liability are the ideas in your head and be careful who puts them there.
0: Be careful who puts the ideas in your head. That's a crazy way to end the video because you really have to think about who is providing you with the information that you're consuming mm-hmm. and why are they providing it for you? Are they? Right. Do they have good intentions for you? Mm -hmm. You really don't know that. Mm -hmm. You really have to think critically about it. And when someone's telling you information, like, is it because they're trying to mislead you and misguide you to doing something that they want you to do? Are they trying to control you? Mm -hmm. For example, today I was randomly on Snapchat. It was talking about Liver King. Mm -hmm. Liver King, um, just to give context, if people don't know who he is, he's just a guy. He's jacked like... Muscles like fraud absolutely ripped fraud basically. He eats a bunch of different animal parts um trigger warning if you're like vegan liver um I, I, Like everything like everything. animal hearts like, like, like bladders like, brain. like just everything a part of animals Yeah, And just meat, just sticks to only meat diets yeah, he's and he, carnivore. he was attributing attributing the fact that he ate meat to his muscle gain mm-hmm. He later came out and said that he was actually taking steroids. Mm-hmm. And so the people who had bought all his supplements and were following his diet and his workouts and stuff like that were upset. They filed a $25 million class action lawsuit even against him. Yeah, because... He, w- he came out saying that he was taking uh, steroids this whole time. He spent $10,000 a month on the steroids okay. so that he could keep himself in shape. Meanwhile, he was telling people that he was eating meat and supplements would help people have a strong body, et cetera, et cetera. So honestly, I don't know if they'll be successful in the lawsuit, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is that people are really out here to just misguide you into what they want from you. Right. They want your money. They'll get your money by telling you misinformation. You know the saying, numbers don't lie, mm-hmm. but also you have to understand the numbers in order for the numbers not to lie. Because mm-hmm. if you if you don't really understand numbers and you look at the numbers and you think, oh, yeah, yeah, that should make sense. But you don't quite actually understand what the messaging is yeah. that you should be taking in from these numbers then you're going to be screwed because people could tell you anything about them and you'll just have no choice but to believe them.
1: My whole thing is a lot of people just show you the the um, the sum of the numbers, Yeah, you know? They'll show you like, but they won't show you like the equation, like how they got to that sum, you know They I won't mean? show it, their work. They won't show their work, you know? And that was the, if there's one thing you learn in elementary school in class, bro, it's to show your work, show how your you work. got there. That's the importance of it. That's how you know someone is lying to you or not. You know what I mean? Because you could you could lie about your work and get to the same conclusion, you know, if you're but just were the receipts. Right, bro. You need where to show the, the receipts? receipts. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's the I think I think that's it. That's that, that I think it's a great video. way and it's a great way to
0: end it. Yeah, I think that we just need to really take in our own financial situations and Facts. understand what's happening in this market and yeah. how It's going to affect us And also how it's going to benefit us Um, Because There's always opportunity You just need
1: to know When to take it Right Well If you guys are struggling With like what you want to do In this time This is what I'm doing I'm going to share what I'm doing Um, I'm a young adult And I'm simply just investing in myself I'm working And all the money that I'm having I'm either saving it or I'm investing it in my future family, or I'm investing in what I've been given to do on this earth, my purpose, everything, all my money, all my time is going only towards that. So I recommend you guys do the same because I'm sure if you do it five years from now, you're gonna look back and you're gonna thank yourself for doing it. So that is my recommendation for you. Don't worry about necessarily the dollar amount but just worry about the value that you have for yourself in your own life. And the money will follow. Don't chase money. Don't chase the bag. Let, let the money chase
0: you. It's been the video. It's your boy David. It's your boy RJ.
2: And that was Take This In. Be out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>